It is weird. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Church on the North Coast podcast. Our greatest desire is to encourage ministry leaders, empower and equip volunteers, and strengthen and build each and every believer. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm Pastor Troy Thompson. To my left is my best friend, Marlon Sadler. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Good times, good times. Lots going on right now. Exciting times. Uh, we were just talking just a minute ago before everyone chimed in, talking about the authentic versus the inauthentic versions of ourselves. And how I can't say things I don't mean. I mean, I can, but anyone who knows, knows when it's not real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and you said something interesting. You said you have been, you just got to that point, but I don't uh, think that's true. But anyway. You don't think so? No. Listen, no I, I think man, you knew. I think everybody else knew too. I don't know. There's a lot of situations that I've, I feel like, I feel like that I've been in, that I've been totally comfortable looking someone in the face and smiling and saying something that I really didn't mean um, <laughs> up until, you know, just recently where I'm, I'm just like, I know that it, it, you can read that, you know, like we were just talking about people know that. And so yeah, you have to, I don't think everyone knows it. No. I think there's a very, there is a select, ah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's true either. I think people can, I think people pick up on it. Right. Like something's not right. Yeah. They're not able to articulate exactly what's not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you're not your most authentic is when you don't mean what you say. Right. Right. When you're not emotionally attached to what you say. And I, I used the, the book. I wrote this book. You know, I, I still struggle even with what to say, but I, I wrote this book. The book's done. It's been done for years. I know. You've it's been, been, it's been hanging on my for, wall back there yeah. for years. At least right. for six years since. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I yeah. wrote it pretty quick. I wrote it pretty quick, and I edited, 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 and it just sits there. Yeah. And it wasn't until, like, recently, I don't know, probably a year ago, that I discovered, like, why I wouldn't, yeah. like, surrender it to an editor. And, you know, it was, for a while, I'm like, well, maybe I'm just afraid of their rejection of it. And then of, I... Of the editor's rejection of it, yeah, or the who, people, the people that read it. it. Well, not the people as much as the... Not the people that would read it after it was, you know scrutinized by an editor, whatever that process is. I don't even know what the process yeah, is. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I just you. know you can do it. And so I heard I heard this one, uh, I think her name was, oh, it's Vanessa Van Edwards. Mm-hmm. She wrote a book, and they were expecting it to be this phenomenal piece, and it bombed. And and she she went back, and she kind of, like, went through it. It was like, why did it bomb? Like, it yeah. was, like, and she realized that she wasn't, she just, it, it wasn't meaningful. That's and so she made a point. And when I heard that, I'm like, that is exactly what I'm afraid of. It's not that it, it, I, I want, I'm afraid of whether people will think it's useful to them or not, or right. whether it's, you know, relevant or, you know, good or bad or whatever. I don't really care. I, I speak every week and right. take that and risk. It doesn't, really matter. That happening, it doesn't right? matter. Exactly. What mattered was that I realized that, I wrote that book based off a revelation that had very little meaning to me. If it had meaning, it had very little meaning to me. Yeah. And which sent me down this other 
don't think so. So then, uh, but then I learned a lot. I mean, I learned this earlier, but it just it just takes a lot to kind of apply through life. I just I just learned that it's hard for me. Yeah, to, it's hard for my mouth to say things if my mind and my heart does not agree together with the things I'm saying. So that's why I can't do announcements. I just don't care. Yeah, I right? get I, you. There's okay. certain things I, I can't talk about because that I'm like, I don't care about that. That makes sense to me. That's funny because we actually, we just recorded announcements it's so before stupid. Sunday because I was like, I don't care to do announcements. Nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. And if they, you know, you don't care, then I just want to record this and get this <laughs> over with and I'll push play and you just sit here and slobber on yourself <laughs> while we just say what we say. Yeah. That, but but yeah. you said but, you think that, but you believe that when you were that person that, that people still believed you? When I was that person that didn't care? Well, were you the person that would say things and, and, it and didn't, didn't have really meaning. care if it had meaning or not? Did I think that they that it meant something to them? Is that what you're asking me? Well, do you believe that they believe that, they believe that you... me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think. You sold it that good? I, I think so. Dog. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I mean, and I, you know, I didn't realize... I didn't start realizing this until recently, you know, we had a conversation just about, you know, um, the, the, uh, what is it? The gestures and the man. Yeah. 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 You, the, the, the can cues, the yeah, spoken, the cues. unspoken. Right. So I didn't realize that I actually had those. You got them heavy, dude. That, that I had them built in. They're built <laughs> into me, you know? Did and you realize, do you, are you realizing which ones I'm realizing you really it, have? I'm realizing it now, you know, as we had conversations, like I'm realizing, oh, you do do that. You yeah. actually do those things, you know. And I don't know where it came from. I don't know where it originated from. Like, but I think I, I care. I, I probably care more than I, I should care. I mean, charisma. You have natural charisma. So, yeah, you have the the natural. Yeah. It's just natural. Yeah, it, it, it's weird though because, like, in that moment, I I, I do. I, I, I so I'll, I'll recant that. I'll, you know, because I do. Care. <laughs> I do care you in do that care. moment. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, but then when I walk away, I'm just like, oh, I wish I could have got that, get that time back. You know? Oh. <laughs> I don't know that you do care. <laughs> there, there are certain times. This is terrible that I'm even admitting this, but there are certain times when I'm, I'm being so plastic yeah. that I feel like I need to apologize Mm-hmm. And just say, listen, I, I don't know. I feel like it's I'm robbing the person when I'm not emotionally connected to, and it's really difficult to yeah. stay in, and to like, I, I mean, just to to do that is difficult. Dude. Just yeah. like like to lock in, yeah. and like like when you're talking to somebody that, and we're talking about things that you don't necessarily care about right it's 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 hard it's hard to do it's really really difficult it's and it's very difficult for me to do you know and 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 it's a sacrifice (laughs) it's just weird to say but it's really a sacrifice for me if you catch me in that moment and i'm really giving you all i got and you know i don't really care about like whatever it is we're talking about i love you and i want to i'm protecting you and i'm right and i'm just giving you like i'm giving you eye contact (laughs) I'm I'm doing my best to like let your what's on the background of you fade to fade to fade blur, to black, right? fade to blur. You know, just get <laughs> locked in. Well, it can be hard because when you start giving somebody your attention, um, 
you know, they, because that's what they desire. They seek, they want that. They yeah. want that desire. Or, I mean, that, that, that attention from you. And then they begin to, I don't know, I feel like they take advantage of it and they just, you know, it, they keep you for too long. So what do you do when you're, you're giving me my attention, uh-huh. you're giving me your attention yep. and, and I don't know when to put well, a lid on it. Yeah. I no, summarize, and, and this is something I'm trying to like be very a whole lot better at, like yeah. trying to like be very good at, is like if we're talking, if like so, I've been very intentional about like okay, I'm going to give this person this this time, yeah. And then if we're talking, well, first of all, is to be very selective with your time. Absolutely. So like I try to protect my time and try to be, and that doesn't mean my time is more valuable than anybody else's. I just mean that like in order for me to be effective i have to like be very selective on my time and so if i like uh after a service or something and somebody like this happens a lot it does a lot of talk that's why i'm asking the question because it happens a ton a lot lot. they'll come (laughs) to me and then they'll 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 just share perspectives or whatever and i want this person i want to validate this person i want to make them feel you know connected and i want to connect with them and so i listen and then i try to like i try to affirm what they just said i repeat it back to them yeah and then, but I have to be authentic. I have to be genuine. Yeah. I mean, we were at dinner the other night and uh, just the conversation was just so superficial for me. And it's very difficult for me to be in superficial conversations. Like, right, right. I, it, it, I, I can't turn my, my, like I said, man, my mind and my heart are like, this is dumb. Right. Like you need to like, you could go do something else, Troy. Yeah. Like in my mind and my heart, like they have this fight. And so, I look for opportunities to be authentic, like to offer myself authentically to the right, conversation right. that that serve the person. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, that doesn't answer your question, but I, I mean, that's that's kind of the best I got, you know, like yeah, I just, I, I try to authentic, I can't be inauthentic. I, I have to be real. So yeah. if it's not, like if they're saying nonsense, I, I'm like, I can't let you believe that forever. That I'm, I that I'm affirming I'm nonsense in this right here, what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, like you're, or, or a lot of times it's just, you know, it's where they are in the process, but you want to help them before they're along in their process. And so you yeah. kind of nudge them in the direction of what, you know, based on your experience. Not those are not all always. And I, I believe I feel like we're walking in circles here, but I believe <laughs> maybe we are. But. <laughs> or we're talking in such code that people are like, "What are, what you are they even talking about what are right talking now?" Talking about, but we yeah. know, right? And I think right. other people, not many that, people, get this though because they're on, you know, they're not on that receiving end. Yeah, um, you know where you're standing there and and somebody's talking to you and and, and it doesn't really. I'm not vibing with it. You know what I mean? So, and, and I want, I, like I said, what right. you just said, yes, I want to give you my attention. Yes. But it needs to be meaningful. It has we to be meaningful. To, That's what I'm to, saying. Yeah. For, from both parties. And otherwise you don't even want it. Right. Because I, I struggle now with even giving you eye contact because I'm looking at other things that are going on in the room. More meaningful that things that are happening exactly around you. Exactly. Yeah. That I should probably be attending to. Yeah. Um, than the conversation. So I think the, the dilemma is cat. how do you make a meaningless conversation meaningful for the person you're talking to? Mm-hmm. Like when you know like this this isn't it. Like this this isn't gonna solve your problem. This isn't gonna help you. This yeah. isn't gonna progress you. And, and so it's it's 
it's always that psychological thing in my mind. Like, okay, how do I help this person grow past this, wherever they are? Yeah. Do I affirm, do I affirm this? Because, you know, it doesn't. Right. Which has led me down another, so, <laughs> this has led me down another, you know, like, uh, adventure right now. So I, I so I, de- I decided, uh, we had some conversation, but I decided, right. like, I'm going to, I call it the principles for life. Yeah. I'm going to develop principles for life. Obviously, biblically, we have principles yes. for life. Yes. But I don't, and, and this is something I, I try to challenge people to do in all areas of their life, but... I want to be able to sit at a table and to be able to meaningfully mm-hmm. communicate to the table what I have taken the time to digest. Yeah. And then then I'm able to summarize back in almost sound bites, paragraphs yeah. that, that allow people to like go, okay, that's his perspective. This is where and so I'm trying to take so I've went down this whole rabbit hole of like i have this category on my phone in notes that says principles for life yeah underneath that i'm i'm going to wrestle with major and minor for that matter once i get through the major the things that i consider major but i want to be able to sit down and i want my the body of my my work in in life to be known you know and to be able to be summarized and i think it, unless you can summarize your perspective you haven't digested it right well yeah. enough that's a good point right there because and we talked about this earlier but we've like i i've been through stuff you've been through we've all been through something but we've never sat down and digested it and really thought about it yeah what's we, my takeaway from that yeah yeah, yeah yeah why am i still here after that yeah yeah how did i get through that you know and knowing that like you're going to face, you're going to, you're going to be in the face of somebody else who is dealing with what you've already dealt with and that you actually have something inside of you to help that person out, but you haven't taken the time to digest. Cause when you first said it, I was like, well, why would you want that? Why would you, why want, would you want this? Yeah. Why would yeah. you want this prepackaged answer? But it makes sense. What kind of summarizes for me? Like I said, it summarizes like my, my value system. Like this is my perspective on it. So like whether it's marriage whether it's, uh, you know, I mean, sex, whether right. it's, uh, right. you know, raising my children, yep. um, you know, friendship, like, you know, the values of friendship, you know. Yeah, especially raising your kids. Like, that's that's something you need to, I think, not enough parents, we're, we're letting them be raised by yeah. everything else, you know. Um, so it's it's so important, and it's really, for me, that's, like, one of the most important things that uh, – for me is to, is to make sure that I have something ready for my kids when they run into the issues that I've already dealt with. Yeah. Yeah. I heard uh, something the other day, I think it was by Tony Robbins. He was talking about what does it mean to be a dad? And he was like, he said, well, categorically, I want to define the difference between what I believe a dad is and what a father is. And I've always mm-hmm. felt this way, but he articulated it well. And these yeah. are the kind of things I'm talking about. He said, um, dads are fun and fathers um, tell you what you need. Yeah. They tell you the truth. Yeah. And then they grow you. They they stretch you there. And something happens. You there's something there's a progression. And then from that, I was like, "Oh, yeah. I, there's but that's a progression." Yeah. You know, uh because when your kids are young, you're a dad. Right. I mean, just you're just a dad, you know. Man. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's just it's just fun or you're just figuring stuff out and you uh, just uh, for just, me it was it was, it was yeah, that. It was that's figuring things out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. You're a crash dummy. I'm just figuring this out. <laughs> 
And uh, but then you you do enter into this, and it definitely comes with experience and maturity. But you enter into like I'm a father. Yeah. So now I'm able to look past your your um, your immaturity mm-hmm. and lead you from a place of wisdom, a place of ch- a challenge where I can right. challenge you right. and say, you know, that's not it. You know, I don't care if you don't like me. And that's right. the difference between the dad and the father. Yes. A uh, dad wants to be liked. Yep. The father's just like, you don't have to like me. Right. You don't have to like me. Uh, this conversation is going to be uncomfortable and mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. And you should, you should be too. Yeah. You know, um, that's what I'm, uh, you know, I still had to start over. I started over late, you know, at 41. And so, uh, I had to realize that quick over these past, what, six years or so, you know, I had to realize it quick. Well, that's a really like, that's crazy though. I mean, you think about that, what you had to learn in that, in that mm-hmm. real painful time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and how it was all going to affect not just me, but it was my kids and my grandchild. And, you know, because it so could go the other way. It really could. You know, I mean, I know people that it has. Because if you didn't let it, if you didn't let the experience and the pain of like that, mm-hmm. you know, divorce. Right. It could have made you, it, it, it would very easily could have made you a, a terrible dad and a terrible father. Yes. A very bitter person. Right. Yeah, for sure. You know, but it's. You grow through it, you know, like for me, I I grew through all of it, you know, and you just have to be willing to adjust. Most people don't want to adjust, you know, and when you're willing to just adjust to it, um, you know, you get revelation from the whole thing and you realize that you have something valuable. What's happening to you is something so valuable that, you know, you can't put a price on it, man. And, And so my kids now, like... I know that you're going to go through some trouble. Mm-hmm. I already know it. Yeah. You know, but don't worry about it. It's cool, right? Like as yeah. a father, you don't get mad about stuff. No. Because you're like, eh, it's no. not that big a deal. Other people right. freak out. Dads freak out. They Fathers do. are like, listen, yeah. it's a part of the process. Right. All right. We're right. just, you're just a part of the process. Yeah. You got to see. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and and, not, and the part of like not, it's hard. It's, it's very hard for like if you're in the dad category to like cross over into the father category mm-hmm. and it happens later. And this is what I've learned. It happens later as your kids get older and they, you know, they start down a direction that you're like, maybe you don't agree with, or maybe you challenge or, right. or maybe you don't, but, but they, but they see your values and like it or not, you know what I mean? Like that, that's the way it is. You know, right. that's, that's who you are as a father. Right. And, uh, and the the idea of being liked by your kids, yeah, is so deceptive. It really is. It's poison, man. Yeah, like to you and to them, uh, to to generations in front of you forever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you mm-hmm. like, and I think if you want to know what I like, I and this is like falls into that principles for life thing, but yeah. like family. Like, I was thinking about family the other day. I was driving. Yeah. And I was thinking about family. I'm like, you have a responsibility to the one you came from. And the one you're building. Yeah. And these are the kind of thoughts I'm saying. Like, so yeah. when somebody asks me about family, I say, well, you got a responsibility, the one you came from and the one you're building, right? Because maybe you didn't come from a very good one. Then that's your responsibility to make one that's significant for your kids. That's right. You know? Yeah. Like give them something of value then. If right. your family's trash and right. you know it, yeah. don't allow it to be trash after you. That's right. 
<laughs> you know what I mean, Troy? That's like, right. fix it then, bro. Like, yeah. set this up. And so, like, but but in doing that, here's what I discovered. In doing that, it's going to it's gonna indict a lot of people. It's going to make a lot of people upset. Right. And they're going to be mad at you. Right. And they're going to want you to live in their reality. And that's something that drives me nuts, dude. The, the, like, when other people want you to live in their reality. Yeah, your reality ain't my. <laughs> bro, I don't. I don't live there. I, I won't live there. Yeah, I don't live there. And just because you do doesn't mean I'm going to. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Just because it happened to you that way and that's the way you deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or or don't assume because you're going through it. All of us are going through it. Right. We're already, I'm in front of you. I already, I already went through that. <laughs> I, I went dealt through with that, that already. And a lot. I went, yeah. I went through that at age 25. Right. And it's unfortunate <laughs> that you're just going through it right, <laughs> right now. Right, right, right. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, so like dealing with family, you know, just a big deal this big deal and then and then you know the idea of people not liking you well that hurts mm. you know like like principles of life you know tell me like if somebody like if somebody chooses to be mad at you mm-hmm. even though you have made every you know every effort right. to restore the relationship right if they choose to be mad and this is something that took me a long time to figure out it, yeah. i don't know why but it yeah. took me a long time to figure out yeah. and i was like man you just seem you. You seem like you just want to be mad all the time about right. everything. Every time we get together, this is all you want to talk about. Yeah, man, I already apologized for that. I already said I was sorry. Yeah, if that's where you want to live, all right, man. Yep. All right, man. I'll see you later. You know, and some I, people choose just they, job. Yeah, they choose. To, you said I just go go for a job. Yeah. Well, you can <laughs> you know, metaphorically. <laughs> And experientially, I literally go for a jog, and, and then I metaphorically like jog on from that place. Right, I'm not living there right. no more. That's right. And this is one of the things with my kids. Uh, you know, like I just I, I I remember I remember I got this revelation. Like I beat myself up for a long time, man. When I was younger, I was I was just a I was a I was a bad dad. Yeah, I was just I just. Yeah. You know, I had kids in high school, kids from a busted up, a divorce. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I was like, I'm a, I'm a terrible father. I lived with that shadow in my life for a long time. Mm. I just lived with it. And uh, I was preparing a sermon. And God said to me this. He said, why do you keep defining 25 years of your life by two years? Oh, wow. He's like, you've been a good dad for 25 years. Right. So what? You were a bad dad for, for 24 months. Wow. When he said 24 months, I'm like, that's true. That's true, God. I w-. He said, but you, 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 you put the breadcrumbs together. You picked them up. Yeah. You moved on. What, yeah. Why do why you keep defining who you are intrinsically, not exteriorly? Like right. I, as far as everybody else was concerned, you know, on the outside, I looked all right. Mm-hmm. But on the inside, I was like... Man, I gotta do better. I gotta do better. I gotta do better. I felt, and I lived with this like haunting, like, like guilt. Yeah. Of like how it didn't go right. Yeah. How I could have done this. How I could have did this. I should have done that. I should have did this. Should have done that. And because of that, like I, I would overcompensate. Uh, yeah. For my kids later, uh-huh. for, like so, like the the ones that came third and fourth, they got they got like spoiled. You can have it all. Yeah, they got. You can I, have it all plus what I got. They got extra spoiled, <laughs> which wasn't good for them either. No, all because I hadn't emotionally processed. Yeah. Like, and that's interesting because now, like, I I just went through that where it's just overcompensation, overcompensation, and now you know I'm at a place where. 
I have to know that I'm okay, that I did okay, and that I'm a good father. Yeah. You know, and that's hard, too, to really come out of that and start saying, you know what, I'm not giving you that. (laughs) (laughs) Say that, what do you mean by that? Like, I'm not giving you that anymore. You know, I'm not just going to give it to you because I feel. Oh, your kids. You're talking about your kids. Okay. Yeah, I'm not just going to give it to you because I feel like I failed as a as a, as a father <laughs> because, because I didn't. Yeah, you no, know? you did. Yeah, no, you did. Yeah, you developed. Right. You were in process. Right. Yeah. And I'm I'm sorry that you had to deal with that mess while I was in that mess. Yeah. You know, but hey, let's 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 grow together. Here. But I'm better than that. I'm, I'm way and better. I learned. Than that. Yep. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's tough. It is tough. Yeah, it is tough. Uh, because I did. I felt that for years, and you know, we talked about it before. And yeah, yeah you know, yeah. I'm just. Uh, there's a lot of fathers out there feel like that, man. And dads are, men are crazy like, like that mm-hmm. too because they're not going to, they're not going to say it. No. They're not going to say it to their wives. No. Nope. They'd be, they'd be lucky they got a dude in their life they could talk to and t- say it Yes. To them. They're lucky if they got that. Most of them, yeah. most of them are just bleeding quietly in yep. the corner alone. Yep. And they're yeah. not saying the things that, that haunt them. And all you need is one cat to talk to you and tell you. Yeah. Be one dude around you. Yeah, let me show you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish somebody would have said that to me, man. Cause I just, yeah, I just, I just live with this, this guilt. Like, man, like my dad did it to me. Then I did it to my kids. And then God was like, no, yeah. you didn't. That's right. And I'm like, she said, no, you, you didn't. Like, what makes you think that way? Like <laughs> you, you been, look at, he was, he, he started showing me. Yeah. He was like, look at all these, look at all these kids you're raising. Right. Look at that. These ain't just, he's like, he said, you haven't been that person. He said, and, no. and you never were, you know, yeah. like you were afraid. And I yeah. think if, if, if guys would just own that part, that's huge. If they would just own that part, that's it huge. Could, it, it can happen faster. Yeah. Because we never want to admit our, you know, that we're afraid yeah. to, to deal with certain things and issues, or we we're really, we can be really bad at expressing our, our need for something like love as simple as love yeah like i need to be loved too you know um uh it causes us like you said to go sit on that recliner and veg out and let all these things these toxic things just set on top of you until one day you just explode on everybody you know um and so it's 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 a process it's been a process for me over the past really six years and I can really say now that I'm getting better processing what's happening um, and not reacting, but, you know, taking time to respond mm-hmm. um, and really sharing my feelings, you know, whether it's with my wife or whether it's with, it's with my kids, like actually responding and talking and, and you know, and, and giving them an opportunity to share their feelings too. Yeah, because I, could, I didn't want you to do that either. I'll share your feelings with me. I've said what I said, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna manipulate this whole situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still gonna. <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say, but but uh, oh yeah, yeah. If I, I I think if I could go back and tell myself something at an earlier age, it would be like, it would be to ask myself why I'm feeling what I'm feeling. Yeah. Earlier in in life, like yeah. so, like. Like when something happens, like why, why do you feel this way, mm-hmm. Troy? Why do you feel this way? Yeah. Oh, because you know. So I, it's just it. It became it's a bit it's a lot easier as I got older. I'm like, yo, I'm out of control emotionally inside. Yeah. Of course, I I, tr- I don't do it outside, but I, out of control emotionally inside. 
why? Why are you feeling this way? Yeah. And when I began to ask myself that question, like, why do you, okay, let's trace back why you feel this way. Right. right? What's this, this feeling attached to? Well, it's attached to, you know, and then you start, re, you know, reverse engineering the thing and then you get back to my, oh, mm-hmm. that's not it. Now I'm able to do it in real time almost. So we'll be awesome. arguing, we'll be arguing with, with one another, me and my wife. Again, it's just a disagreement. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I so supercharged emotionally yeah. about the trash or something? You know, yeah. like it'll be it won't, it'll be something so stupid. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Like, why, why are you so emotionally attached to the garbage right now? Like, what does it even matter? And then you're like, oh, well, that went back to the other day when you know, like, like oh, that's why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. I, I, I think in, in high school they should teach you that, man. Absolutely. They I mean, teach that, you that. Yeah, because I've always been really bad at that too. Like, I wouldn't, you know, I would. Because of how I thought I was going to say it, I knew it was going to sound bad. So I'm like, okay, just don't say it. Yeah. You know, but then without being able to express myself, like it just builds up. Right. Until, until the, until the trash. Until you just like, I'm going to give you all my emotions on the, on the, the one thing that's meaningless and you're not going to understand, but I'm, but I'm going to hold you accountable to understand and you're going to have to figure it out. Right. Because, you know. You should know. You should know. You should know why. You need to get up here in my head and understand what's happening here. But we, I I don't know. It's so weird because I'm just realizing how much stuff I've swept under the rug and not dealt with, you know, Um, until recently. Like I said, in this book, it's just, it's making me really look at what I've been through. What what book is it you're talking about? Uh, The Emotional, Emotional, Emotional. Discipleship? Is that what it was? The one? No, the uh, emotional, uh, spiritual, healthy book. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll try to get that, the, the, the right name. The right <laughs> the name. proper name there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, emotional, healthy, spirituality. That, That's there, what it yeah, is. Right, right. Um, and it's really, it's really making me look at what I've been through, whether it was, you know, um, uh, growing up in a family that was dysfunctional with, physical abuse, sexual abuse, um, uh, not talking about things immediately when they happen, sweeping things under the rug, divorce in my family. You know what I mean? Like all those things that I dealt with that I just thought, well, that's me. That's just who I am. And that's what I've dealt with, you know, um, or that's just who I am, you know, mm-hmm. alcoholic is alcoholism, just running the rampant through my, so it's like, uh, that's who I am. But to realize that that's not really, that's not who you are, man. Like you can stop this, this, this whole thing can stop with you. Um, if you just deal with it, you know, and the section we're in now is, is going back to move forward, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you have to do it sometimes, you know, even though as hard as it is to, to rehash those things and talk about them, um, you just have to be able to go back, talk about it, deal with it. Um, and in order to stop yourself from reacting the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely because I'm, I'm not putting myself first anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not about me anymore. You know what I mean? There's, there's so many other, there's my kids, there's my grandkid um, that I have to really think about and say, okay, I have to have something to give you and it can't be the garbage that I grew up with. Yeah. 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 You know, <laughs> I got to put that stuff out on a curb and, and like you said, you're putting, you know, the, uh, uh, it was the notes that you're getting together now. I gotta, That's I gotta, I life. gotta be able to get something together to, to talk to you about when, uh, 
you know, when you bring these topics up principles to me. for life. Yeah, yeah, the yeah principles. So, so you're not principles, a, yeah. So I'm not, this is something I, I learned. I, I don't know if we talked about this already, but I t- talked about the book. I don't know if we were on air or not when we talked about that. I wrote this book a while back. Yeah. And uh, that book's been written for a long time. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't send it to editor or anybody because I'm like, I, I, I didn't even know why. I'm like, ah, yeah, I, I, I think I was, you know, I think I told myself that it's not done yet. Yeah. And it needs more work. But I don't think that's it. I think it was. Well, actually, I know that's not it. I heard somebody say it the other day. She said that I don't want to. Her, her book, she wrote a book, Vanessa Van Edwards. She said she wrote a book and it, and it, it just was a bomb. It just it stunk. Yeah. And uh, it, I didn't even care about writing a book that stunk. I didn't care. I don't care. I, you know, I, <laughs> I preach sermons every week. Right. It's Whatever. So it's not the risk that I'm afraid of. It was the idea that that I wrote something that didn't really matter to me. Yeah. And I'm like, it was interesting, but just because it's interesting doesn't mean it's significant. Right. And it, and maybe it's significant to somebody else. Yeah. I was going to say that because we did, we talked about this earlier, but at the same time, that's how I, f- when you told me that, I felt that. I'm like, well, man, it was written for a reason. And I feel like, yes, it might be significant to somebody else, but it made sense to me when you said it has to mean. But again, I can't make my mouth say things yeah. that, that aren't meaningful. Yeah. And so when, you know, I started constructing the, the principles for life, I thought if I'm going to have something to say, I listened to, I think it was Joe Rogan said this the other day. If you're going to say something, at least believe what you say mm-hmm. or like, or have it studied. And I think a lot of times I'll repeat things biblically, Yeah. but, but don't I'm, emotionally, I'm not attached to, I'm it. attached to what I'm saying. It's yeah. just, yeah, that's, that's the, the word. Yeah. And, but until like the word is attached until my mind and my heart agree on the action the thing that I'm teaching I don't mean it. And if I don't mean it, right. it, it's just, it, immediately it's inauthentic. I believe people can see right through me. And even if they can't, I yeah. feel like they can. And, and I'm like, it, it's scary to me. So that's why I refuse. So I was like, yes, I'm, I'm adopting that philosophy. I'm not going to, to write or preach things that, yeah. that are meaningless to me. Mm, Meaning if good. I don't believe it in my mind and my heart, if I don't believe both of like, the things I'm saying from, my, from an intellectual perspective and an emotional like, heart connection, truth, then I, I just can't say it because I want to be authentic. Yeah, and Which opens me up to another, a whole other dimension of like creating, uh, like creating an environment. I shared this with staff the other day. Yeah. Creating an environment that's safe because I want to be authentic. Yeah. But if the environment doesn't allow me to feel safe, then I'm just not going to be authentic. Yeah. And if you, if I'm not being authentic to you, then I'm a waste of time. Right. To- right. It's so one of the things that, that help that I, I'm learning now. Uh, and I should have shared this earlier when we talked was, um, <laughs> because we get in those, those conversations after, after service where it's just like, it's just a bunch of talking heads, yeah, yeah, it's just talking. you know, um, and I realize, and I'm just realizing this now as we're having this conversation, that in order for me to be authentic with you, I'm going to have to ask questions that that are more meaningful. That are more meaningful. Yeah. So while you're sitting there talking about whatever you're talking about doesn't matter to me, I let you finish that. Yes, that's and then, very good. And then I say, so how long have you been pregnant? 
Yeah, yeah. Ask more meaningful questions. Yeah. yeah. I want to know what's going on. You know, how long have you guys been married? So I, I've learned, I'm learning that now because I've gotten myself into so many situations where I'm just like, okay, I'm going to be part of this whole meaningless You're conversation. You're going to let them take the conversation mm-hmm. to, to more meaningless places. Right. That's really good. And then I, it gets to, and then it gets awkward. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I've gotten to places where it's like, okay, that's the end of this interaction all right you smile and <laughs> okay all right god bless you, you. Oh, god bless you. Bye. Yeah. yeah no yeah I, I love the control that that allows yeah. you but then it allows you to be take it to a more meaningful authentic right. place so you're able to right. communicate to it yeah so that's what i just learned that this sunday <laughs> i think you i think you've known that you just articulated it you yeah just, you just like oh yeah i do do that yeah i think i think you know there are a lot of those moments i think maybe <laughs> i think you're you're uh you're back half of your 40s a lot of those things start to connect. Uh, yeah, I'm you with know, you. You know, categorically, that makes, yeah. things like that start to connect. Like, yeah, yeah I've, I've been this person my whole life. Why? Mm-hmm. Why have I been this person my whole life? Like, we talk about social cues and all that. Yeah. Like, you you have all of the warm social cues. They're natural to you. Like, it's, it's they're so just fun. there, you know. And you like, when I started talking about them to you, you did, you actually did the social cue <laughs> when I'm talking to you. You leaned in, you tilted your head to the side, you squinted your eyes, like you were like, "Tell me more," you know what I mean? You did the social cues thing, yeah. and I'm like, "You're, you're doing it right yeah, now." I know, you, you said know? that you're doing it right now. Doing it right what are you now. talking about? <laughs> I'm doing it right now. <laughs> so listen, uh, uh, and we're getting ready to knock off here, but uh, crazy growth. What's happening? What is happening? Dude, you've got to calm down. You got to calm this, down. You're making everybody else look bad. I, no, stop that. This is yeah. like, um, I just, I'm, it's so, so crazy and awesome to be a part Our of. Our Wycliffe man. congregation has exploded. Oh, my goodness. It's exploded. Like, it's just like the family connection, the vibe in the room is yeah. intoxicating. Dude. It's so awesome to be a part of, man. And what do you, if you could give yourself like, if you could define it, like what yeah. what do you think the the catalyst that that's driving it is? What do you think the catalyst is? I think it's just connection. You know, people just want to know that you care, and um, you that's know, it. That, yeah, it's just that's con- simple. It's just connection. You know, connection. it's stopping and and giving people. You know, like they there's uh, when the first song of worship, I am interrupting people's worship just to give them a hug. Uh huh. I'm literally walking around like. You know, right at the beginning there, I'm just kind of just walking. So you around. move the whole room, like you're you, when the, when I work the room. I work the room. You start walking around the I room, work greeting the room. people everywhere. Everywhere, I work the room. You know, um, because there's you know there's I want you to be in worship. You know what I mean? Because that's what we're there for. You know, but I I also I'm sorry I missed you, and you know what? I don't want to miss you before you leave. Yeah. You know, and so. Um, it's small enough where, but big enough where I can actually, and it's only, I'm not going to come interrupt you. If we make eye contact, I'm going to come see you, you know? And so, so um, you can definitively say that wasn't there when you started. Yeah. I don't think it was. No, oh, it seemed so cold. And yeah, it was empty you know? and hollow and mm-hmm. cold. And, yeah. And, and it's just, yeah, well there wasn't, yeah. Hard. It was really hard. Hard. It was really hard, you know? And I just. You know, genuinely, I want to, like, I do. I really want to love people. I really want to, like, give people hope. Um, That's it. Because. You want to see them win. I want to see them, yeah. And I want you to know that I genuinely, I want want to see you you win. win. You know, because I didn't have anybody that gave me that before. And finally, you know, 
somebody gave me that man when you when me and you got back together that was the one thing that it was just like i finally saw hope you know and when you see that and you realize that you can you can grab hold to it and it can change your entire life like now that i'm in a place where i i can i can lead you to this water like i understand it you know like i just want you to know man that there is hope whatever you are going through right now it ain't the end yeah it ain't the end you know like i'm telling you he's got the story is crazy i i said you know like his He's like this raging river, man, from creation to today. And and you can jump in the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you can get in. Stop standing on the banks, looking at everybody else, have fun. What do you think stopped the waters there? Um, I, I mean, think, of course, you came in well, and you have 20 people. Yeah. Barely yeah, holding on. Right. And I just think that the um, the... There was a wrong, you were, they were looking at it wrong. You know what I mean? They were just, they were, there was, I don't even know how to say the focus was on what it shouldn't have been on. You know, um, it, it can't be on anything else, but Jesus, man. And, and when you take it off of him, then you, you put something else on that shelf that, you know, you start idolizing something else. And, and like we were just talking about that being authentic, you know, it's noticeable, you know, it. You know, yeah. even though, even if even nobody says it, you can sense it, Yeah. you know, and, and when you, you put yourself on that pedestal, man, that's, that's not attractive at all. Yeah. It's not attractive at all. We aren't attractive unless we're like, well, man. he's totally turned the, the culture, like the, the fishbowl is, yeah. it's full of life there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talk about, we talk about our ecosystems a lot around mm-hmm. here. But your ecosystem that you 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 got in it and and you turned the culture around in record time. Yeah, you went from twenty to one hundred and twenty in very little time, mm-hmm. and I I just think there's it's worth it's worth uh, it, it articulating. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. What what is it? Like Well, and you you helped me realize it even with Avon Lake when we were out there how um you know, how important life groups are and also where you have life groups. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like they people don't realize that taking it outside of those four walls and actually going to sitting on your couch, it matters. It matters. That's what yeah, it matters. That's what so, understanding is established. It yeah. You know, we can only understand in a, to a certain capacity in the pews. Yeah, right. But in my home, smelling mm-hmm. my food, mm-hmm. seeing my children, um, sitting on my furniture is right. different. It's right. like I know you now. Yeah. I know you. And giving other people an opportunity, too, to, you know, to uh, to share, giving other people an opportunity to empower other people mm-hmm. is where it's at, man. You know, um, I think it's what's wrong was, with the country right now. Yeah, I think that's what's wrong with it. It's like there's these there are these cultural barriers that exist. Yeah, and nobody's sitting on one another's. We hate each other's furniture. We don't want to be on right. Like there's this side, that side. I'm like, I I can't believe that you know. But if you were to spend time, if you were to invest in a relationship beyond your ideologies, Mm -hmm. you would see that you you know there are cultural, uh, the the walls that separate us culturally, ideologically. Uh, they fall down. They fall down yeah, real they fast. Do. They in, do in that environment. In, the, yeah. in an environment where the proximity 
is in a space of um, is that is sacred is my home. You know, yeah. Like this. In that space, they, the walls fall down, and connection happens. It's impossible not to connect. Right. And the relationship, the the stress uh, that you placed on relationships out there, the you know the the focus that you you kind of took everyone's focus off of all of these other things, and you said, yeah. listen, you know, here's where the sh- our strength lies, and you made connection your your object the objective. Yeah. It it radically, like aggressively switched the fishbowl. Like it did, yeah. you know it it. it I went over. I went out there a couple of weeks ago, and it was just man. It was intoxicating, alive, yeah. thriving energy. It was in the room. Pulsating energy was in the room. Yeah. It was yeah. electrifying. So good, you know. But that comes through connection. Pe- you know, people being connected to one another in areas that that go beyond just you know we're here to to touch God, but yeah, you know, like. It's just fascinating, and I think a lot. I think you should spend a little more, like a lot of time, not a little more, a lot of time, like figuring out, like what, what is it I did? did Yeah, because something happened. I know there is a mystery to it where I'm just kind of, yeah, right. (laughs) I wish I could just give you the solid answer. It's not simple. I I don't think it's simple at all. I I think, I think, (laughs) I think there's a lot to discover there. I mean, you know, you ask the questions to get to the answers, but. Yeah, I, I, something happened. Like there was something. There's something more than just Absolutely. you know, you know the the easy answer is like Jesus did it. Yeah, I know he did. But I know I something. Like I get it. Yeah, Jesus did it. But Jesus moved you in a direction right. to create connection. Yeah. How'd you do that? Yeah. Uh, you know, where did you challenge people? Like how right. did you move? How did you? Who still left that was there before? They're mm-hmm. returning. Like it. Yeah. Like. You know, there are some ideological, like, barriers that you overcame that were That I, didn't, I wasn't sure that we were going to be you able could, to like, at the beginning. The last you know? two years created ideological, like, mm-hmm. trenches for yeah. people to, like, bunker down in. But you came in yeah. in this third way of Jesus, yeah. and you created connection that kind of flew above all the ideological yeah. separations. Yeah. From... Mm-hmm. From all of it, you know, and I think like seriously, the huge there's, you know, in the Christian world, man. Number one, we're so hard on each other. We should stop being so hard on each other, um, and we should definitely stop competing. And that's uh, the, yeah. that's the biggest thing, you know, is like competition yeah. and comparison, right? In yeah. comparison, like you know, to understand that I'm coming, you know, yeah, this is where I've been placed, and this is you know the the assignment that God's put me on. But don't think that it's I'm not coming in here to. You know, this ain't about Marlon. Uh-huh. This ain't about Marlon. And and I, I'm not trying to take you out of where you are right now. Like, I'm trying to grow you and me. It was really it was really interesting. <laughs> it was really interesting um, when I was there the last time. Mm-hmm. I felt a connection that I hadn't felt ever. Yeah. Ever. I mean, you know, since its beginning. Like, yeah. I never felt connected i never felt like this is these this is i hate to say it but i just didn't feel like this is my dna these are my this is my tribe i didn't feel that yeah way. yeah no, it is. i just felt like this is an assignment yeah this is this is uh this is work yeah but there's something but but there was there is this like 
connection. I felt so good to see like they stood up and they clapped because they they love you. There is a connection. They love you. They love Pastor Rebecca. And (laughs) I feel I feel authentically connected. Yeah. um, To the to the people. Yeah. And it's. I feel like they believe Mm -hmm. what you taught them, Mm. what you what you live for them. I I tried. I tried to say. Man, I want you to win. I'm yeah. I'm pushing because I want you to win. Like yeah. I want your children to win. I want, and you would say all those things. Yeah. But you didn't feel like they believed you. Yeah. I feel like you convinced them that I feel I feel like you actually convinced them that that's really what we want to do. That that's like it's real. It's true. Right. They just want us to win. Yeah. And now, like, yeah. And when I, then when I said it there, they were like, yeah, we believe you now. Yeah, but it took somebody. It took a, it took you and Ms. Pastor Michelle you yeah. to go there, and to say, "Listen, it's they need the parents to like teach them, yeah, like how to receive." And that really, I think, a lot of that had it happened with me, as far as me finding out who I really was. You know what I mean? Because it's an evolution of discovery of discovery, yeah. So and realizing that because you know, man, bro, I love you. And so I'm like, you know, I want that fire too, God, like get that to me. Like, I want to go up there and I want to do that too. You know, but he's like, you know, like you said before, he's like, I don't need another, you know, uh, yeah. Pastor Kent, I need a Troy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that's what kind of what he, he's like, I don't need another yeah. Troy. I need another, yeah, I need Marlon. Sure. I made you. And so as like unorthodox as my preaching and sermons are, you know what I mean? Like I just, I realized that, I'm just a normal person and I need you to know that I'm just a normal person and I'm going to relate to you the way I relate to you, the way he gives it to me. And, and sometimes it's going to be weird. You know, I I said on Sunday, you know, that you're flipping through uh, reels and how we need to be careful. Cause sometimes, you know, you're looking at one reel and it's a basketball reel. Next thing you know, you're looking at a big booty and a smile. Now, is that okay to say, (laughs) you know what I mean? Is that all right to say? But I asked, you know what I mean? Like, can I be real with y'all? I need to be real. Yeah. 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 I just need to be honest and real with you. And so, (laughs) well, you definitely listen, it's, it's good out there. You've never been to Wycliffe, man. You gotta go check it out. You're, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get back. Yeah, I can't wait for you to come. Always good to be in in the podcast room together. And we went 50 minutes. I don't know what we talked about. Me neither. It was good. (laughs) Listen, man, we got to go. Thank you for taking the time to join us today. We pray you were encouraged, empowered, and strengthened. Till next time, wake up, hustle like heaven. Make sure somebody out there feels the effects of your influence. Bring heaven to your home, your city, and nation. Don't wait till it's too late. Get to a place that manufactures hope this Sunday. Go to church. I'm Pastor Troy. I'm Pastor Marlon. It was awesome being with you. We love you.